Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Is this the right height? Yeah. Testing, testing. Yeah, I think we're on. We're good. Are we live? Yeah. Now we're just doing that shooting shit thing. Yeah, now we're just doing that. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. So our first guest today. First guest. Yeah, today. we're having a guest. It's going to be like guest time. Guest time with Kent and Jan. Yeah, which is lots of fun. Yep. Hopefully it's sign of things to come. Cause it should be fantastic. Should be fun, for sure. We'll have guests, like lots of guests. All kinds yeah. of the best guests. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Should we do the intro and everything now before, yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah. we go give ahead. them a call? You start, you start it up. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Jan. He is Kent. This is Jan and Kent's excellent adventure. Kent, give us some ads, buddy. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Zombie Proof Martial Arts. I can't even fucking be real. You laughing like that? Okay, it's fine. Uh, Zombie Proof Martial Arts, your one-stop shop for drop and roll. And by. Ooh, you like that? I do. Supernatural survival gear, keeping you safe from what goes bump in the night. Now, with the only tie-dye, no-gi gear available in the universe. Wow. So this fucking world. That's a nice accomplishment. It's pretty cool. Um, I Did you get them in, by the so way? So am I crazy. I just fucking cha-ching. No, they'll be, uh, they land Thursday and then packaged up and mailed right away. Nice. I just sold another one fucking not even five minutes ago. Just... My phone's set to cha-ching when it happens, oh, and then course. me and my seven-year-old, we do a cha-ching dance anytime she's with me. That's adorable. It's fucking awesome, because she gets so excited. Yeah, Dad, cool. it cha-chinged, it cha-chinged. Yeah, Fuck like, yeah, it that's did. That's the idea, man. Yeah. That's the idea. All right, well, let's call Rob here. Should we talk about him first? Did you cancel the call? Yeah. So we should talk about him first. Yeah. All right, so Rob is fucking awesome. Panda's Odyssey, and uh, he traveled all across the fucking world doing jujitsu. Yeah. He retired. Uh, he was in the Army. He was in as BC. A, as a stoker, I believe. is That's what it says on his Facebook. I don't know what it is. I'm going to ask yeah, him. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask him. About um, it. But then he just fucking did what everybody wanted to do, and he just traveled fucking club to club, and he spent some time here at Zombie Proof. He, uh, he messaged me, asked what we were doing for the weekend. I told him we were going away for a tournament, and he was like, oh, okay, cool. And I said, well, fuck, do you want to come? So that's how we met. He drove up fucking five hours with us, chilled out at the tournament with us, came back, trained a bit, and, yeah, that was that. Now, He's awesome. He went everywhere, and we're going to find out about his fucking wonderful journey that I'm incredibly jealous of. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, let's give Rob a call. Right, call him for real this time. Yeah, for real. Hopefully he's not like, what the hell, boys? Okay, wait, no, hold on, actually. I'm kidding, oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Fuck, I'm kidding. Oh, that's interesting. He knows we're calling him, right? Yeah, well, we're actually late, so. Oh, we're late. Yeah, it's fine. Fashionably. Fashionably late. What time did you tell him we were calling? Hello? Rob. Hey, buddy. Hey. How are you, man? Uh, want me to throw on the video? I uh, see. In, the, in this little setup we have, it's hard to see both of us. So let's just do, uh, let's just do the... Uh, the audio, buddy. How's that for you? All right, sure. Okay, perfect. I can just describe you. Tall, dark, handsome, covered in tattoos, <laughs> ravishing. Did I? I'm only, only one of those things. <laughs> but don't tell anybody which one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a mystery, right? <laughs> yeah. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm excited to have <clears throat> you on. Like, I, uh, I talk you up all the time. I'm incredibly... Oh, I, I mention you all the time, too. Dude, I'm mad jealous by your, your <laughs> trip, and I, I think everybody should hear about it, because I don't think you got enough exposure. I think people should have been fucking crawling up your ass trying to give you sponsorships, and it blows my mind that you weren't on everybody's radar. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's kind of partly my own fault because it's uh, it's kind of hard to do it all yourself to get your name out there. Yeah. But I also, uh, you know, I didn't take every opportunity to really work work online and get my name out as as much as I probably should have. I mean, uh, you know, when I look at your template on how the work you do, you know, I'm uh, I'm definitely. Uh, sitting on my ass so <laughs> well i mean just shameless self-promotion man it's uh it's definitely you got to kind of throw it out there but like you you did so much like you went so many places that like i think that should have spoke for itself in a lot of cases right and that's one thing that always blows my mind about well really everything you know like you can have these guys that go out and compete every weekend and they have a thousand followers and then you have me i just throw technique videos out there and some of them are fucking insane probably wouldn't work and i got <laughs> 17k so it's it's yeah. confusing are you ever planning on doing it again uh i am like uh you know down the road like uh you look the map i only hit 15 percent of the, the, the world right so well before <laughs> you crazy. do it again i'll just make this offer i will 100 percent help you blow it all up if you're interested yeah yeah that that That'd be awesome. Because um, fucking, you're wow. definitely, you're a cool guy, man. Like, our meeting alone was fucking story worthy. Yeah, well, you know, you you really actually uh, let some fire under me on how to how to run things. Like, uh, you, like, that, that four-hour drive that morning we had <laughs> going down the tournament, and, uh, you know, you're, you're listening to that audio book, and you're coming through. <laughs> You know your social media game. And yeah, that's and that's like, classic yeah. Ken Peters, man. <laughs> classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I was here to do to just you. I got now. Got to take notes on business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like it, in an entire life life plan lesson within four hours. It's 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 pretty impressive. Hey, we uh, we got along really well. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. So it was. Uh, no, go go ahead, Rob. I was just saying, I was going to say, reaffirm, it was like, yeah, it was like, almost like kindred spirits, right? Like, yeah, yeah, man. And I was like, man, this guy's awesome. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Right away, we got along. It was perfect. And, and like, just, it's one of those things, people who aren't very needy, you know? Like, you, you didn't need anything from me, and that works really well with me, because I have... It's I don't have commitment issues. I can't like I'm I'm incredibly loyal. I love my wife. I've been married for I don't even know like a hundred years. It it seems a lot longer Forever. than that actually. Yeah. You know, but like I, I don't have commitment issues, but I have like plan issues. If if everything needs to be well planned and well detailed, fuck, I ain't doing it. No, for sure. It, it's very yeah. it's very hard for me to make long standing plans. So when you were just like, yeah, man, I'll go with you. I was like, fuck, I like this guy. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was actually part of uh, part of the early stages of this whole plan. Uh, like originally, like the, the initial reasoning for it was like you know changing my life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, people like to sit here and complain about the life and how they hate it all, but then do nothing to change it. And so, I wanted to change that. I want to actually change what I didn't like about my life and, and have a goal. And this trip was that goal. And, uh, and part of that was, uh, instead of saying no to everything, you gotta say yes to everything. Like that whole Jim The, the Jim Carrey thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that really does work. Right. And, uh, like I talked to people about that. I'm like, instead of saying why bother, you gotta say why not. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. Enjoy it for the adventures. Yep. So I think the plan pans out 
like uh, Christian goes on about how, you know, I came to him saying, hey, in three years from now, I'm going to do this trip. And here's the whole, like, spreadsheet I had of traveling the world for a year. He's like, yeah, okay, good luck. But, um, you know, I think to have that as a template and then just move things around as I go, right? And you're talking about Christian, BJJ Globetrotters Christian, right? Yeah, Christian. Yeah, 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 that dude's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. That I mean, it's definitely inspirational, man, that you turned it around. You know, because a, a lot of people bitch and moan. They don't like their life. They don't like what's going on with their life, so they just deal with it. You know, and that, that's yeah. that's exactly what you just said. So you went against the grain, which is always interesting yeah. to see, for sure. And I mean, I mean, kudos, kudos to you for doing that, because that's no easy task, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, it all started with a, a Netflix documentary. Uh, well, the documentary it was on Netflix, anyway. It's called uh, "Meditate and Destroy." It's a uh, it's reformed punk, now like modern uh, Buddhist um, guru in uh, I think he's in New York now. Um, uh, Noah Levine. Okay. And uh, so he's a and he uh, so he has a I picked up his book after watching the, the doc- documentary. Uh, meditate and destroy. I picked up his book called Against the Screen. Okay. And that just ex- explains the whole like Buddhist mindset without any religion. Just the whole mindset of, of always, always uh, questioning everything and taking in every experience for what it is. And awesome. uh, that's when I realized, you know, I can just make simple changes in my life. And uh, you know. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm traveling the world 18 months, 34 wow. countries, you know. Like, wow. It's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool, man. <laughs> That's so cool. So, yeah. so the, I don't know if your reference is from the title of the book, but how instrumental is like medita- meditation and stuff like that in your everyday life? Or when, when you rode on the road, did you do any of that? Did that pay, pay any, uh, any effect on it whatsoever? Uh, there were a few stressful days, mostly days that involved airports. Oh, yes. But, uh, um, yeah, it definitely changed my, like, my mindset. Like, um, when people think of meditation, they think of, you know, you guys sit down and have, you know, candles around you in a dark room and, <clears throat> you know, all that stuff. But, uh, really, you're, when you read in the back of, of his book, it has different meditative um, exercises. But a lot of it is all about mindfulness, right? So if you just practice mindfulness of, like, for one thing, so, uh, like, one thing I, I, I always, like, the most, probably the major thing I, I practice is um, is not spreading negativity, right? Yep. Um, so we can easily get down a whole rabbit hole of just bashing things and, and insulting people and, uh, you know, I'll get sucked into that with my friends once in a while, and uh, then I gotta, you know, stop and be like, you know, it's just not helping me. Right. You know, like not only am I writing hate about someone, but right. I'm also, you know, giving that negative feeling to myself, and then that's gonna, you know, encroach on everything else I'm doing, right? Yeah, I'd, I, I, I think so, if if you're doing uh, that to to your whole circle of friends, I think it just it reflects on everyone. Like you said, I think it. Yeah. Uh, nothing good can come of that, for sure. So um, de- yeah. definitely, it's more or less just changing your mind on stuff, right? It's, yeah, yeah. yeah with, like, uh, so this is this is a, a funny thing about, about that is that uh, my brother and his friends used to always, 
you know, um, argue with me because I, the, I was known for always giving like a bad review for movies. We go out and watch like the <clears throat> latest Marvel movie, like superhero movie, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah but it's, they didn't get this the comics right, and, and it doesn't matter what new blockbusters out there. I always kind of gave a negative review okay and then i noticed though when i started started this whole mindfulness uh i stopped i started appreciating movies more <laughs> cool it's wicked so you yeah. w- w- once you stop being so critical and i guess yeah. st- stereotypical about movies again like, like you change your, your whole outlook so it uh it obviously benefited you i'll add yeah. this in i'll add this in because i haven't said much in the last little bit because you two are yeah. so so darn sorry. cute and entertaining <laughs> sorry Ken. no no it, it is wicked I, I seen this in a magazine <laughs> years ago and it all you know the one little fucking thing that always just sticks with you yeah, yeah. it was it was a fucking cartoon and it was two people walking down the street and one person looked up at the billboard and the billboard had the movie fucking poster right whatever right. i don't know what the name was and it was like, uh, this is old, so it was like, oh, the new Tom Hanks movie. Right. And then the next person says, uh, yeah, I heard it sucked. And then the next person said, yeah, uh, Siskel gave it two thumbs down, or Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs down. And the other one was like, oh, well, I'm glad I didn't go and like it. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm glad I didn't go like it for myself. And that always, because yeah. it makes you think, because right at the end, it twists it to, all these motherfuckers just made up my mind for me. But that's yeah. the reality of what's happening more today than ever. Man, if you look at all the fucking fake news bullshit and how quickly people can be yeah, pussy, you know, like turned into fucking idiots. Right? Yeah, like, and that, that... I say that about, like, people have a different view. Like, people have a view on whether, what gyms or what people I train with based on what I tell them, right? Yep. So if I, I, I don't like to say negative things. If I have bad experiences at clubs, you know, people press me and ask me about it. I might tell them between me and them, but as far as it goes... You better not have said anything right? bad about my club, man. Then, <laughs> I mean, that was my experience, right? So <clears throat> I don't want to spread that and make everyone then walk in expecting a negative experience, and there will be a negative experience, right? Yep, oh, 100%. So, yep. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of them, and I'm sure you had numerous in, in, in your travels. Yeah, um, like I said, uh, most of my my bad days were actually in airports. Um, you know, it's from my my experience from where everywhere I went, it's like uh, like grappling arts, like you know martial arts in general. It's, it seems all to be on the that same kind of uh, we're all linked together, right? Like we're all on that same brain uh, wavelength, right? Like. I, I, I'm there because I like jujitsu, right? And right. they're there because they like jujitsu. Whatever reason they got us all in the gym and whatever reason we're doing it and our, whatever our goals are, we're all there to train together. Right? Yeah, man. So um, it's pretty hard to have a bad day there. Sure. Um, it's only, like, I can I can say, oh, I went to this gym and they're really stiff and, and you know, just beat me up. Well, I'm also <clears> the, new, I'm the new big guy covering tattoos course they're going to want to test you right yeah um you know and you know what was i expecting was i expecting an easy training day (laughs) you know like there's all yeah it all comes down to it it's like it's not a a personal thing you're just making it personal by not going with the uh experience right yeah no definitely i just threatened one of my students 
<laughs> I was rolling. I was rolling. <laughs> this is normal, man. This is normal. I, I was I was rolling with Victor, and he fucking like he started passing my guard and like pulling my fucking knee into my head. And I looked up and I said, "If you do anything to hurt me, I swear to God, I will fuck you up for yeah. a straight hour." Calm your nuts, man. Calm your nuts, please. Take a step back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you could have mentioned it in a nicer way. But... Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not that guy, man. No, like, no. I'm just not like, and my students, I have a pile of students, so they, they either get, I think everybody gets my humor. I hope nobody misinterprets how I am because I end up with a lot of high quality students that do really well in tournaments. Mm -hmm. I understand them. They understand me. And I'll be honest, man, if I pick on somebody and they don't respond well to it, I don't pick on them again. Right. I don't. and, And my picking, well, you were here, you seen it, man. It's, you know, I'm always yeah. going at the guys, and if you didn't know me, you'd think I was really giving it to them. But if if one of them said stop, yeah, I'd fucking stop. Which is totally legit on your yeah. end, man. And one sure. of my students actually said this the other day. He said, if if you and your friend are picking on each other, and your friend tells you to stop and you don't stop, it becomes bullying. Exactly. And that's fucking yeah. true. That's how I run, and yeah. and I would never pick on anybody who wasn't enjoying it with me. If right. that makes sense. It, it has to be mutual fun yeah once it turn yeah. once it turns a corner especially these days yep bullying is a real thing and yep. it's it's a terrible thing but i think it's like any sports and and it's an individual sport but i think it's a, it's a team sport as well obviously 100%. so i think in any team sport you're going to be razzed and the boys are going to razz you and it's going to be fun and as long as he's laugh at it it's all good that's, yeah yeah that's that's the Kind of how you you know you're accepted, right? Sure, yep. exactly. You, uh, you get in with the inside jokes. Yeah, right? yeah, so, definitely. And we uh, try not to have inside jokes. Like I make sure everybody's included, but you know each person has their own thing that I pick on. Yeah, and it's never anything like glaringly. Like I'm not no. going to be like a dick about something, right? You know, like it's it, it's it, always like dumb stuff. Like if a first impression they say something wrong, they're that guy yeah. forever. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which is all in good fun. Yeah, I think. well, and, I hope. And, but until I definitely, it isn't, like man, you said. I pay attention. Right. If, yes. if I feel like I'm hurting somebody, there's no fucking way I'm going to continue. And I regularly, you can ask the guys. Well, you don't have to ask. You guys can just trust me because I'm a fucking busy. <laughs> but I, I regularly make sure people know I appreciate them. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll sit down sometimes and I'll spend an hour on Facebook texting and I'll text every single person on the team. Just to say, like, you know, I appreciate you. Thank you for being a Definitely. part of my team. I do it regularly. It's Definitely. it's not a weird thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My coach does that, too, a lot of times. That's uh, awesome. Times, right? Yeah. He, you know, like, uh, if he's just uh, having, you know, I don't know. It's just, he's like, you know, every once in a while, he'll, he'll do it publicly on Facebook going through to a lot of the guys. Or he'll just, or sometimes he's probably texting us, right? That means and, he's a uh, good dude. You know, whatever, whatever the moment is, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just and it, it helped. That definitely, even if you're used to it, even if you know, like, oh, we're all getting one. Yeah, it still, you know, it makes you feel good. For sure. You know, yeah, that you're part of the team, right? You're part of that that group. Yeah, so, I, I I definitely agree. Actually, just speaking on that, I remember when we first moved upstairs, Kent, and it was a small little place, and you didn't have a fridge, and I just started. I just, I yeah, just, you were like a week in, and I, you gave me a fridge. Yeah, it was like a week in. I was like, okay, well. You know, this is my kind of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is what I want to be involved in. So, and you now know, you're still here a hundred years later. Now I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> still here. It's perfect. And you still talk about the fridge. Yeah. So. Well, because it meant a lot to me. There you go. Exactly. So, um, I, I was just peeking on your Facebook there, Rob, and you yeah. bit you've been to some cities, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, to, um, I think my trip was like 110 cities. Jesus, man. That's insane, yeah. man. <laughs> That's a lot of airtime, man. Yeah, yeah. I was moving every uh, in, in, in every four to six days. I was moving. Wow. And I was for 18 months. I think the longest was 10 days, and I was when I was home for Christmas. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. So yeah. if, I, I know it... it I'm putting you on the spot. It's probably a hard question. What was your favorite place to I train? Asked him. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, yeah. What, if you had to pick one, and no pressure, but what do you have? Yeah. Um, so, I've been talking to people. Everyone always asks, right? You know, where was your favorite favorite place? Of course. And uh, and uh, so, my favorite place to go to for an open mat. Um, so I won't talk about you know classes. That's all subjective, right? Who, right. Who likes whatever way of teaching and whatnot? Definitely. So I really got looked by the most fun I had for open mat, um, and uh, it's probably the most where I got like the most beat up too. Um, is in Japan in Tokyo, uh, Yukinikai. Yeah, I've uh, heard of him. Yeah, you know Yukinikai. Yeah. Uh, you know, choke documentary. <clears throat> yeah. Guy gets blinded in his oh, eye. Oh, nice. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. So that's Yuki. Wow. Uh, cool. So, so Yuki is the first was the first uh, Japanese uh, guy to get uh, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. He, he got that after a choke. Wow. Um, and he's the co-founder of Perestra. Um, it's a gym chain uh, does Chuto and Jiu-Jitsu and MMA and, and Muay Thai and whatnot. All through that gyms in like every city across Japan. Yeah, I've Houston. heard of that also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so... He has this literally it's the smallest, most you know, dive gym I've ever been to. It's, it's, it's literally it's just a little wee basement room that has a bunch of clothes mats um, that are wrapped in that um, that rubber uh, condom that you know, they put on the, the mats. Right, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that stuff. Yeah. The option you can buy the sandy mats, and you can get the option to get that big giant condom for them all. Yeah. That's yeah. what he has. So, but that's, that's wall to wall. That's all it is, and it's a little bit of room. Uh, but everyone loves them. All like you know, all the gyms nearby they have for his open mat. Their their schedule is free, so the their school is closed down. So they go over to his open mat. Um, judo guys go over there. Anyone from like you look at you know, there's young kids that are white belts, but they're actually you know. High school judo champs. Kind of oh, that's cool. Old hobbyist black belts. Oh yeah, they this runs a whole gamut. I wrote I, I rolled against a sumo wrestler once. Jesus. Uh, so it is. Uh, it is just a, a amazing experience. And you go there, and you get you know you get handed to by a bunch of black belts and a bunch of kids who are wearing white belts, but you know they're not. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, and everyone everyone's just there to have fun and roll, and they're often different clubs and and uh and yuki sits there and he he uh, commentates the whole time awesome he, he loves watching and he just walks in between all the the, the, the the matches and make sure no one bumps into one another and he's commentating as you're rolling so you know it's pretty funny that's yeah, so that's cool. yeah it's an amazing experience probably the uh, that i always when the people ask my favorite um so i went there before this whole trip and I went back again, and again, it was, you know, I met new friends, um, and uh, just had a great time, Wow. you know, 
it didn't get my phone on my head by a judo guy this time around. <laughs> I was a bit, I was a bit, uh, a bit um, more wary of, of going for a single leg against that. Yeah. Time so. <laughs> I got a question. Um, yeah. Now, I'm not going to ask where the dirtiest was in comparison, yeah. so don't worry about that question. But where was the cleanest club? Because I, I actually take a lot of pride in, like, we have a cleaner coming every single morning. We sweep in between matches or classes. Like, we mop regularly through the day. But I, I love cleanliness. I love the, the idea yeah. of being able to get my face smashed on the mat and not get staff on my forehead. Where was the cleanest yeah. spot you rolled, the cleanest gym? And, and tell me about it. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that was kind of hard to, to think about because, I mean, there are some pretty clean gyms that I was, was at. Um, especially across Europe where there's a, you know, a bit more money in their gyms on some of the places I went to. Um, and then there's, you know, the odd gym that they do everything in white to kind of give that appearance that yep. everything's like sparkling. Um, I don't know. Uh, actually, you know, okay. Uh, there's a place just off, off the top of my head. Uh, remember there's a place in, um, in, ca- in Canada in, um, in Calgary, uh, no, sorry, it's Edmonton. Um, I don't know if they're there anymore, but uh, they had just signed up with um, the Gracie Humeta, or, or however you say it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, what's his name? Is uh, Professor JJ, uh, um, but he his club there, um, it, it was. Big, you know, very new, very clean, and then also I think it was part of a, a, a gym, but they had, um, they had like brand new like uh, showers and everything, and, and complimentary towels and everything. So it was, it was uh, you know, it felt very new, and and you know, if it wasn't, then it was very well up kept, right? So that's awesome. Yeah, but there've been a few. There's been a few places like that. Um, there was a place. Uh, Wama in uh, Singapore, they're like that, and uh, so I actually think I, I seen a video. I, it might not have been that club, but I seen a video of a club in Singapore during a one event. Yeah, and it looked like a motherfucking spa. Man, I'm I'm pretty sure if you it litter, like it had like mud baths in that motherfucker. Yeah, if yeah. you if you litter, or even put like a <clears throat> excuse me a, a piece of gum on the sidewalk in Singapore. It's yeah, like it's yeah. like illegal. You, well, that's great. They, they'll hook you up and well, throw you right. Dude, yeah, I yeah. I think there should be a fifty dollar fine for a gone. cigarette butt. Oh, I, man, I agree. Yeah. I I do agree. So I mean, Singapore, I heard is beautiful as far as like like uh, being clean and um and like at, at everywhere around there is just beautiful. Calgary was yeah. like that. You couldn't spit on the floor. Or you couldn't spit in Calgary. Yeah. People get mad at you. Yeah. Well, proper yeah. thing, man. It's yeah. fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah. So Singapore actually, um, <laughs> I uh, so I was always bringing gum with me for my fly uh, for the ears, my the, to chew gum when I'm flying, right? Yeah. So for my ears, right? Right. And uh, I had a layover in Singapore Airport, which is amazing, by the way. No, oh, I can imagine. I would love to actually just have like you know a week long vacation just sitting in Singapore Airport. <laughs> yeah, right. They have about twenty four seven. Movie theater, like what? what? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I I want to go a hundred times that more now. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, anyways, wow. uh, 
So I went to 7-Eleven there, and uh, which, by the way, was my, my first time in, since leaving Canada. I ran into the had root beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm freaking out, and I'm grabbing root beer um, and some candy and whatever, M&Ms or whatever. I'm like, hey, do you have any gum? I need gum for my flight. And she looks at me really weird, like, like, what? She's like, no, gum's illegal here. What? <laughs> and I totally that's forgot. That's crazy. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm in Singapore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, gum is illegal. Uh, you can't spit or graffiti or anything. Amazing. Um, I, I think. That's cool. Uh, I think vaporizers are illegal as well. Like the uh, like the, the technique or the the drug thing. <laughs> the, uh, the technique. The, <laughs> no, no. The puffer uh, thing. All yeah. calf slicers yeah, should get you fucking cane. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who does a calf slicer <laughs> should be caned publicly. Yeah. <laughs> or just just stoned to death. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> taken on public and stoned. Yeah, to death. Singapore. There, like, I, I know this is off topic for BJJ, but there's been a few incidents in Singapore where people didn't understand the law and got caned, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the most famous one is way back in the early '90s. Then it, you know they, um, then Weird, Weird Al made that. Uh, yes, that's how I heard about that. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's what what was it? So someone like a kid from the U.S. went down, went over to Singapore, and I think he brought spray paint with him. I don't know. Okay. He graffitied. He he went out and spray painted his name on a wall, and they caught him, and he got like a hundred lashes. Uh, lashes. There's some kendo master that's like showing on a dummy how the the kendo stick will splinter and, and, yeah. and lacerate the kid. Like Jesus. the way they cut it, they cut it so it's in a bunch of slivers. So think about like a fan. As you're swinging the stick like that, you're yeah. gonna lash the person with. It oh, expands man. and then it closes on their back, so it pinches yeah. skin as it hits. Oh man. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Should have left oh. your spray paint home, son. Sorry, yeah, bro. You yeah, fucked up, fucking man. Terrible. You fucked up. Jesus. Yeah, I was actually, I gotta say, like, growing up, seeing that in the news, um, and all the, the the rules about it and whatnot, I was actually kind of scared going there, not scared, but, you know, a bit, you know, anxious about what I should really be watching, what I'm doing when I'm walking in public. Yeah, I, I think that's understandable, yeah. But what's funny is, I get there, and, like, compared to, you know, so many other places I've been to, there's, like, a almost like a non-existent existent, like police force there. I don't see anyone really patrolling throughout Europe. It's almost every city yeah. you go to, like, constantly there's, like, teams of three, like, military gear walking down the streets all the time, right? And there I didn't really see much of anything. I was just like, uh, as <laughs> a cop and all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere, so I was like, jaywalk across the street. Like, <laughs> You're like, they're oh, hiding fuck. behind the fucking corners. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just propelling over, over buildings and shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Black Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. Did you go, did you go anywhere in the States? Um, so I, I went down, I went over to San Diego. Okay. Um, I was wanting. That's my uh, dream, man. Go see Boogie. Yeah, Boogie man. Did you go yeah. to Boogie's Club? Uh, I did. Was he there? Was he as cool in person as I think he is I, in, like, in my little fantasy where me and him go hang out at Disney all day? <laughs> Dude. <sorry. laughs> is that weird? Is, is his that, wife is that coming weird? or no? Is yeah, wife man. Every, my wife, his wife, would just, we'll all hang out. That sounds awesome. We'll wear the he little is, ears. Uh, he's he's got to be the most sincere, nicest guy I've ever Fuck, oh, that's man. cool. Pretty yeah. sure he shook my hand, like, five times. 
before I even was able to go change. Wow. That's um, awesome. Oh, yeah. He was a... Uh, uh, so, the very first EBI, uh, he had a... Uh, it was actually made the highlight reel, too, was uh, his second match was against my good friend, uh, Matt Kaiser. Um, and uh, so, when I'm there and meeting Boogie for the first time and we're talking and he's so happy to have us there because we're like, hey, you know, we all, you know, we've been tra- I've been traveling around the world and my friends came over from Australia. <clears throat> you know, we're here for the week just to travel, just to tra- train around and thought we'd come by out for your, I think it was Friday night. And he's like, so thankful. So, so thankful, right? Shake all, all hands a few times and mention him and Kaiser Shakes my hands again, and then you know, welcomes us all again for the third time. <laughs> it's like so so happy to have like visitors, right? That's and, wicked. Uh, yeah, and then his 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 whole class was pretty cool. Um, him showing us how to do the go-go clench. Yeah, like, I've heard really it. good things about that. Cool. That's yeah, like the man, new mission control. Was, yeah, yeah, it's just crazy, you know. Uh, the way he explained just the rubber guard in general of how to really set it up and, and control someone with it, it, it actually makes a bit of sense with me. Like, even my shape and my mechanics, um, if I work on those details he showed, he's like, you know, because you think you need to be really um, flexible in order to do it. And it does help. But the, the way the techniques he showed us, like the details... Um, you don't need to be really flexible as long as you can grab, you know, your foot your, with your other hand, right, right, right foot, left hand kind of thing. Um, you can do it. So I'm a, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked. Man, I can get to mission control for like two seconds, yeah. and then my my leg fatigues and it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's just working on it after that. Right? Yeah, but, it's it's yeah, it's, no, it was a, his class was amazing. That's Actually, wicked. Um, I think I might have written this down. I forget if I did or not. But the funniest thing is, um, so I, we're all from our town, right? We're in a van full of, you know, crazy Australians and, and one Canadian here. And pretty much all our phones are dying because we're, we're too busy taking pictures all night, right? Um, what's her name? Uh, the, the very first girl to fight Ronda Rousey. Uh, Liz Liz Carmouche. Yes. The, uh, she she there. trains there, yeah. She's the MMA okay. coach down there. So as we we're waiting for our class to start, we're watching her hit the pe- the bags, and we're like, shit. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's got some power. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, we're taking all these pictures, and, and, you know, so our phones are all dying, and we're trying to figure out how to get back to our, our Airbnb. And uh, Boogie's getting ready for EBI, right? So, But he comes over. Uh, to our, he's in his car on the side of the, the parking lot. Drives over to us, rolls down the window, goes, "Hey guys, want somewhere? You looking for somewhere to eat?" <laughs> and we're like, "Yes, uh, yeah, sure, sure." So he tells us this <clears throat> awesome Mexican place, and we're like, "Awesome, that that sounds amazing. We'll go there." He's like, "Yeah, I go with you too, but I gotta get ready for EBI next weekend." <laughs> and we're like. Oh shit! That's right. You're competing. We didn't even realize, right? Like he's just, you know, hanging out, having a good time. But uh, yeah, he sends us. We end up going to this place, and it's so, it's all set up as like a luchador place. Wow! And it, has, it even has like a it has all the masks on the walls and pictures of all these old luchador wrestlers. There's even a ring in the back for like parties and stuff. 
um, and and realize like, like this would no like no doubt this would be uh, you know the, the the big Ted Planet hangout. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> That's so cool. Definitely, man. What just 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 talking about Boogie after his win the other weekend, I really liked what he said. He 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 was basically saying that P.J. Barch who. I can't get enough of. I watch all the time now. He was basically saying that he's worthy for that title. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's going to step away, yeah. but it he he's putting his teammate out there and saying, "Listen, g- give him a shot." I uh, did didn't really say he was giving up, but said, "Listen, man." So it just speaks to his character, I think. Yeah. Now, um, he he's a champ, uh, two-time defending champ. I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he's out there saying that his 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 fellow teammate is worthy for that title. So yeah, I think cool, it's man. cool, man. I, that that's a that's a really neat thing to do. We're gonna have to change the <clears throat> name of this to Let's Talk About Boogie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just just call it the Boogie Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to Disney World while you were down there? No, no, that's a bit out from where we were. Uh, um, we don't. When he got out to uh, Boogie's place for just that one night, oh, okay. um, we uh, for the, most of the week we just hung out. Um, where we were, um, well, where uh, University of Jiu-Jitsu is, we were right in between that place and the beach. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so we, that sounds we, cool. Yeah, it was you know it was a tough day of of training, beach training. And you know, eating and passing out. Yeah, so. sounds tough. Sounds, tough. sounds yeah. real tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a really busy, hectic, uh, tiring eight days. Oh yes, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a. It was a. So that was the only place I went to. Um, see, I was. Uh, my idea for U.S. to do a tour throughout U.S. was. Uh, U.S. is expensive, right? Like yeah, especially going to San Diego now. Was expensive. I went because I had friends that were going. So rather than go to an expensive place on my own, I can go and have all these awesome experiences we had with these crazy Australians, right? Um, so I was like, but if I want to go across all across U.S., uh, I need to make some friends to kind of help out on costs. Sure. Right? Like coach uh, surfing and shit? Is strong all across Europe. Uh, I'd say at least half my places I went to all across Europe were with, you know, globetrotters. So I was crashing on couches or, you know, um, at the very least, um, you know, mat fees are being waived. Or okay, whatever. wait, wait, let me, let me cut you off. Did you ever not feel safe crashing on any couches? Ever not feel safe? Yeah, yeah. Like, now I know you're uh, tall, dark, and handsome and able to kill people, but, like, <laughs> has there ever been a time when you were staying somewhere and you're like, fuck, man, this is sketchy as fuck? Uh, only, only once or twice in a, a hostel where I just didn't like, like, the one guy in the hostel. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. But, but that was it. Like, uh, everywhere else uh, I was at, I never once felt like, Hey, this is not a safe place. I, like I shouldn't be here, kind of thing, right? Like, awesome. Um, yeah, uh, I really do think, you know, like the just the the whole jujitsu community. You know, you 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 meet, you click, right? Yeah. So, and if they're going out on a limb to, uh, you know, invite me into their place, then you know, there's m- more than just jujitsu that we have in common, right? Like they. And, enjoy the stories and traveling and whatnot right so um 
So yeah, I never never once ran to to one person through globe trotters or through jujitsu, anyways. That I was like, you know what, I I don't feel like staying here. That's <laughs> awesome. awesome. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So how, how crazy was Russia? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, man. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, um, I bet you if I actually were, were to be the, the type that drinks and goes out and parties, right. uh, I probably could have way more crazier story stories. Right. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it definitely, I can see like, the nightlife, nightlife there that there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, opening for the, that, for, for right. craziness. Uh, but during the day, not not so much. Um, so I le- le- like as far as their caliber of training and their caliber of jujitsu was what was it enjoyable? Was it it was obviously different, but I was oh I was I was on like the whole like uh, like going to Russia and and learning some sambo or just the sambo way of grappling um, was always one of my things I wrote on my. <clears throat> My high, you know, I'm doing this kind of thing, right? Right. Um, so I had my my uh, visa for Russia before I ever left uh, Canada. So that was like when I got to Europe, and they're looking at my passport. That's the only thing I had before I got any stamps from UK or Ireland or anything. That's all I had was a Russian Russian uh, uh, visa. Cool. Right. <laughs> so um, uh, I. I, when I got there, when I got to St. Petersburg, and I met up with uh, with Alexi, um, who he, you know, he he's an old uh, MMA veteran and has like uh, a couple gyms, two gyms I think. Um, you know, I was just on a, a whole like it's like when you first walk into one of your, you know, you go to a seminar and you walk in, one of your idols is, is teaching, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're, you know, you can be in a you know, everyone else there could be a douchebag or it could be a, you know, not the best of gyms, but you don't care because that one guy's there or whatever, right? Absolutely, yeah. So I was just like, you know, yes, let's go do it. You know, <laughs> I don't care what's going to happen. I just, want, I just want to go and learn some Sambo, right? And, uh, yeah, so when he says, hey, we're not going to my, my gym tonight. We're, I, we got a special invite from the, you know, national Sambo team coach. To, to come train with them tonight. I was just like, <laughs> this is, like, I was, like, really excited, but also kind of terrified. That's I bet. Quick, yeah. I bet. Pro- probably, probably just giddy as can be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like, okay, let's do it, yeah. yeah. So it's, when you say Alexi, is that the guy that's in the UFC? Is that the, no, no, the heavyweight? No, no. Same name. I'm sure there's tons of yeah, Alexis in Russia. Alexis. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, um, their, I mean, their style is, is Know, kind of stiff, right? But yeah. that's because um, the way it's been explained. Oh, the illusion? No, he's there. Is if if uh, you know if we are training and I hurt you, you know that's not a bad thing, right? It's not like oh shit, I hurt my partner. I'm really sorry. You know, it's not oh shit, why you hurt me, right? It's awesome. I hurt you. I, you know, you you put up that much of a fight that I had to go that far, and I was able to go that far, and you were able to put up that big of a fight to make me go that far. That's right? like a fucking yeah. Klingon mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So I'm rolling with them, 
and uh, uh, the like the first first top he did a, a north south like um, uh, choke, but he didn't get the choke. I have a short neck, short wide neck, so he rather than trying to fight for the choke to you know get the lad in there, he just kind of rolled my my face into his chest and smothered me. <laughs> and I tapped. I'm like, that wasn't the choke. You just just smothered me. He's like, he's like, yes, uh, all good and ensemble. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, yeah. Dude, listen, I'm not yeah. even like, I, well, I am proud of it. I'm not even gonna say I'm not proud of it because I am fucking proud of it. Today, I hit six smothers, and I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm actually perfecting my smother game. I have my smother game up to purple belt level. I start on white belts. And this is what I do anytime I have, like, I do, I do game plans, right? And when I have something yeah. at my level, when I'm tapping people as good as, you know, like, at my level, yeah. it's it's in my game plan. It's it's able to use. But when I want to add something, I start out by doing it to all the white belts, and I get the kinks out. And then I try hitting it on the blues, and I get more kinks out. And then I try hitting it on purples, and I work my way up. My smother's that purple belt, bro. I uh I want at one open mat I uh I got two different people with wrist locks. Dude, um, I hit fucking twenty wrist locks tonight. Yeah, I I actually watched him on one white belt wrist lock him six times in the three. I had fully locked in round. triangles and I was opting for wrist locks. <laughs> He's, uh, he, he's very proud, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> he's sick. He he's that. sick. That's what bypass made is just the brag about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, for real. I just want to talk. Well, I actually, um, our new T-shirts, they'll be on the website hopefully tomorrow. They're mm-hmm. going to be done tomorrow. Wrist locks and wretchedness. Like I have, uh, I have heel hooks and happiness. What am I wearing? Iron bars yeah, and awesomeness. Nice. John has on right now, <clears throat> and I'm getting wrist locks and wretchedness, <clears throat> and uh, neck cranks <clears throat> and no regrets. <laughs> too too proud, thanks. too proud yeah. for this shit, man. Yeah, man. That's funny. So be, before you up, <laughs> you before you up and went on this global little uh, tour, you you served in the in the yeah. military, yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I, six years, maybe. Okay, and um, thank you. Yes, thank you for your service. Before I say anything else, um, <laughs> what is a stoker? Uh, stoker. So that's a marine engineer. Oh, awesome. Uh, so, so picture picture Scotty in Star Trek. Right. <laughs> I can't get any more power, <laughs> Captain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's basically what my job was—just running the power plant cool, on man. the ship, right? So. That's badass. I actually yeah, like you good. more now because of that reference. Like, I don't know if I could have liked you more, <laughs> but I do now. Yeah. Because like, I already liked you like a fuck ton. Like, we hit it off, man. We shared candy. And now I'm like, this dude is fucking legit as fuck. Man, you, usually Kent doesn't want anyone touching his candy. Yeah, man. Man, yeah. well, he bought, like, how big was that bag of candy you bought? Like, seven pounds? What? Remember at the I, fucking tournament, you bought that it giant. That it was fucking insane big. It was maybe two pounds. No, oh, <laughs> it wasn't that big. You can't, man. You fucking people do curls with two pounds, bro. <laughs> you bought two pounds of candy. I instantly knew we were gonna be friends forever. Yeah, there you go. That that's how you know the the. 
the the actual (laughs) you justify it however the fuck you want yeah that makes sense (laughs) that makes sense i I finally realized kent was on my side when we were traveling at a seminar or something in halifax and he let me use his toothpaste because he's fucked he's fucked like that that. shit like it kills me on so many levels to let people use anything of mine yeah and yeah, you know I like you when I'm letting you fucking go near my toothpaste. Yeah, that's well, that's. We just didn't like you that close. Side <laughs> control. Yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, he he definitely doesn't like the old jungle mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I'm saying maybe if if he gave you his toothpaste after you guys rolled, it might be a veiled insult. <laughs> but, but like here, man, have some gum. Yeah. You smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Have you eaten anyone's ass lately? Yeah. <laughs> the world can tell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was very curious in your, in your uh, former military background. Um, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I was in the Navy. I did that. And cool. I was, I was part of my job. I uh, also, I never I ever got to use any of it or go into this position, but... I did the training for the boarding boarding party. Oh, okay. Um, as I was using force protection a lot, so I sat up on the, the top of the ship, looking scary. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you just kind of you just kind of helped out with that aspect. Sure. And there's a lot of a lot of jokes about it all, right? How I'm you know, certifiably a ninja. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, uh, it's. Uh, it wasn't it's, as much as it's something I, I like. I like working on engines. I like running the plant, um, and I love traveling. But I kind of like doing all of that. Not all of that together. I like to do one or the other. Yeah, right. And I like to kind of travel. You know, and I yeah. kind of travel on my own terms. Not like, hey, these people over here hate us. Let's go over there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I it's, hear you. That's definitely not an easy sell. So, so what are you doing right now? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so, uh, funny story, I'm now getting back in the military, uh, just for a short time before I go, uh, back to school, uh, for hotel management. Wow, wicked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping in the next, you know, five to ten years, I'll, uh, I'll have two things, uh, one, my black belt, and two, a, uh, a place where everyone that likes to travel and do jiu-jitsu can come and visit me for a change, right? Dude, so. I talked about that. Did it, well, how many episodes? Last episode? I believe it was last I'm going to do that here, yeah. man. So that that's cool. Yeah. We could uh, we could make something like that work for both of us, too, like promote both of our things. Definitely, Definitely. yeah, yeah. There's, uh, you know, they talk to people and, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's no shortage of places that of people to go to right yep. it's just a shortage of of actually setting it up and and promoting it right yeah because people don't know what's out there right i don't know that's why like my first four months of my trip was taking the greyhound like the bus across <laughs> canada because <laughs> you know i i lived here my whole life and i didn't even know it was in my own country right? yeah so, it's fucked um you know yeah like uh you know there's so much out there to see um that people don't realize and uh you know, all you need to do is just set up some mats somewhere and say, "Hey, here's a nice, awesome spot. Come, come visit. Come, you know." Um, and that's what Christian has really been 
been doing the Globetrotter camps that, uh, you know, he says, he's like, I'm just doing a vacation. What kind of a vacation I love to have. Dude, he fucking wrote that today on Facebook. Like, I, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm still kind of shocked every day. I got, I got, hold on, fucking reverbing into the thing here. No, you're good. Fix it? No, okay. We, uh, I got tagged today in a post by Jason Scully, which just blows my mind that people tag me and shit like that. He he had Um, all those videos and shit, right? Well, Jason Scully's amazing. I, I contribute, well, I attribute a lot of my learning to Jason Scully videos. The grapplers guy guy, dude's fucking top notch. He made a post today asking about, like, who runs businesses that are influential in the jiu-jitsu community and like three people ta- i just got tagged again while we were on this conversation and and in the same like thing christian got tagged and he was like man all i'm doing is taking vacations yeah and, and that's so that's cool really, like he comes cool, off man. as such that's a really, fucking cool dude man yeah yeah um so at the main camp the one i just came back from he uh he he started a new thing, but he's doing now in all the other camps. But they, they now uh, have a hall, and so if you're tired and having a rest in the afternoon and or or morning or whatever, there is a, a like a lecture you can go to. So there's you know some of those black belts are big competitors, so you can go and you know they'll talk about their competitor mindset or you know. Oh, that that's um, cool, man. And he so he did one about his business mindset. And uh, now he's a he's, he's you know funny enough. I'm sure this is something that you know a lot of things a lot of people uh, have in common. He's like Cash here, who has listened and read like something like you know the top ten books in every different field of business. Yep. Um, and he's put together and he yeah. So he and he he's that's one of his mantras though is that. He is just trying to put together what he would see as uh, a fun vacation for himself, and you know he makes he makes every spot his perfect vacation. And if he doesn't get that kind of feel for it, he doesn't go there, right? Um, and he says he has like over 300 different details that he puts together, but like uh, it's it's crazy when you know he's not doing it from a business mindset. He's doing it from a a mindset of like what would I like to do. Yep. And if this is what I like to do, I'm just going to do what I like to do and invite a bunch of other people. <laughs> I mean, that sounds incredible. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, yeah. that's like, I, I know I keep throwing shit like this out there, but that's what I'm doing with my rash guards and shit. Like, I'm just making shit that I want to yeah. wear. And, yeah. and people are either going to buy it or they're not. Like, on Reddit the other day, someone posted my Jeremiah Vance fucking bottom side fly trap that he did where he yeah, yeah. fucking put yeah. the guy to sleep. And somebody was like, hey, man, I like Kent, but uh, his <laughs> rash guards and shit are, he said booty, which I guess means shitty. And he said that I have no fashion yeah. sense. <laughs> and, and, like, I don't care because people are people are buying it. Like, I'm selling shit. Like, I'm selling a lot of shit, man. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm selling a few items a day. It's, it's actually pretty fucking insane. So I don't care about the people who don't like it. And... I'm cool with everybody having their opinion. I like that the dude still likes me. Like, he still said nice shit about me. Right. Right? But um, some of my own students don't like it. Yeah. You know, like, I have students who've never bought my gear, and I'm not heartbroken. You don't have to like my stuff. 
You know, you know what I mean? And that's that's how Christian's killing it. He's making it so it's something he'd love. And I guarantee there's enough people in the world who think the same as him, just like they think the same as me. Because lots of people love yeah. my shit. I mean, like, that's the ultimate goal is to do or or create exactly what you want to do and do it as an occupation or, or, or like a, a, a different adventure. You know, rather than all this other bullshit, like the yep. nine to five and that grind and shit like yeah. that. Like, um, yeah. So, I mean, whether they like it or yeah. they're not, they're talking about you and it's a good thing. You're still selling all kinds of shit. So that's perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you can tell when someone's doing it from purely from the heart and, and, uh, not from just a business aspect to it, uh, you know, that, that comes out and that people that that entices people right um like my first passion was actually with was clothing right I, I used to be a designer i had clothing lines in toronto years ago cool and uh that was you know i got a lot of um within the alternative scene in toronto i got a lot of uh looks a lot of uh uh you know customers and and my name around a lot because I was doing what I wanted to do. But as soon as I started making that into like, okay, I want to make this a, a full line and put that in stores as opposed to just the, the custom stuff and small uh, collections I was doing, um, then it started to become a business. And that's when all of a sudden all the fun got yeah. you know, just kind of dwindled away. Yep. And uh, that, you know, I think that really kind of went like strong through in my work. Because, you know, I started getting less and less work. Right? Well, that, right. that happens a lot with sports, too. Like, so, people who love sports, yeah. and then once it becomes a job, it changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, well, you, see, you see fighters do that. You yeah, see man. fighters do that in yep. uh, the UFC, where um, all of a sudden they get in the big time, and they start changing their game because they want to... They don't want to win anymore. They just want not not to not lose. to lose. Yeah, they can keep. Yeah, because they want to keep fighting. They want to keep having matches, make money. Exactly. But it's that that passion that got them there. Not, not you know, not <laughs> it's the not the hey, I'm gonna just totally change up like Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. Remember, he totally changed up his game against uh, Houston uh, Houston Alexander. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. He, he, was, he was a wrestler in that one apparently. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, both of them, both of them didn't want to be the knockout artist that they were. Yeah, yeah. it was horrible. And uh, yeah. So if it, I think the best example of that would be George St. Pierre. You yeah. see, you see GSP come in the UFC. He's annihilating everyone. Uh, he's yeah. he's TKO Matt Hughes. He's destroying Matt Sarah. He's destroying this top level competition like it's nothing. But then, you know that having the mark on his back and having to yeah. come back time and time again to fight the best, he, all he had to do, all, or all he wanted to do and all he focused on at that point was winning. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's when his performances started to, started to fade. For people like me, they were still incredible. I still had a lot of fun watching them. But for the casual eye, it wasn't very good. So his fan base probably dwindled. So I think that's a pretty good example of what you mean there, Rob. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. How many times are you motherfuckers uh, going to say dwindled? Jesus. I, yeah. I didn't even notice. I think well, that that's was good. weird, guys. It's a dwindled. good word, okay? <laughs> okay, All right, guys? so listen, we always cut her at about an hour. So um, okay. is there anything you would like to say? Uh, well, 
Well, thank you for having me on here. That's uh. Well, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. I wasn't trying to fucking <laughs> self serve. Yeah. No, like um, tell yeah. us, tell us your, uh, tell us all your social media stuff. I want. I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna fucking repost yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm only about halfway through telling all my stories online right now. Okay. So I'm gonna be writing my my blog for at least another year. Um. So you can awesome. find all that at. Um, pandasodyssey.com pandasodyssey.com um, and I'm on there yeah uh, yeah Thank they should they should they should fucking go to that episode specifically <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah there's you know um, you can find me on YouTube all my videos that I make are on YouTube um, if you just look up Pandas Odyssey um, and um, the same thing on my social media for Instagram and Twitter. It's just Pandas Odyssey. And, uh, yeah, you can follow me along. I got some cool shirts and stuff. I got uh, I got an awesome map that I try to... All the, the clubs I've been to, uh, I try and put them all their information on, like, on the pin on the map. So you can just click on the map on my site and oh, cool. uh, see where... Where I've gone and got my ass kicked at around the world. <laughs> yeah. so. All right, hold on one second. Okay, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do an Instagram thing right now. So I just want when I push my finger in, I'll say go, and I want you to say follow Panda's Odyssey. Okay, can we do that? Hey. Okay, one, two, yep. go. Follow Panda's Odyssey. Okay, that was great. Awesome. And I'm gonna tag cool. you in that. That's just in the stories. Awesome. Let's see how loud it came out. Follow Panda's Odyssey. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent stuff. So, so Rob, I, I, I want to say once again, thank you for your service, man. Thank you for everything you've done for our country. Uh, very, very interesting stuff, man. I, I'm, I'm really happy you came on. I'm really happy you were our very first guest. Won't be the last time, brother. Um, all, all, all the best and keep training, man. And you're always welcome back here. Okay, that was great. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm honored to uh, to be your first guest, and uh, I'm honored okay, that, that you guys want to talk to me at all. To be honest, but, <laughs> absolutely, uh, man. Yeah, okay, that was great. Uh, I'm just, I'm just me. Like, I'm just Panda doing my thing. So awesome. Um, yeah, okay, thanks. That was great. thanks for giving uh, me the spotlight. All right, Rob. Well, thank you, man. All the best, buddy. Be talking to you. Yeah. Bye, bye. Later, man. Later, bro. Okay, yeah, that was great. He's an awesome dude, man. Yeah, he's pretty fucking. That's lots of fun. Yeah, that was good. Okay, well, we're well over our usual allotted hour. Yeah, we're done, right? Like, uh, yeah. So, anyway, guys, it's been fun as always. Thank you again to Rob, and uh, yeah, I'm Jan. He's Kent. We're out of here. Later.